Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah.
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Got to turn them out. Steve Harvey turn them on to the morning, y'all. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. You know, I want to uh, thank everybody who stops me from time to time, who encourages me uh, concerning the first 12 minutes of the show. I thank you very much. It means uh, a lot to me. It's a uh, part of an obligation I've uh, asked God to, uh, at the end of my life, to have uh, been uh, relevant, to be a person that was uh, inspiring to other people or motivational to other people. I've asked God to help me share what he has shown me and help me to remind people of his goodness and of the fact that uh, you have a a lot of things to be grateful for and to just simply share some of the methods and some of the anecdotes and analogies that I've learned over the years concerning my journey, uh, you know, which has gotten me to this point. Now I'm not through yet by a long shot. God has a lot of work to do with me and I'm an imperfect person. But one of my things in the morning is to also point out to all of you that you can be an imperfect person and still gain God's favor and his love. Now, should you strive for perfection? I've heard people say that. I don't know how to do that. I just know that I can say that if you do the best that you can, the very, very best that you can, and even in that, you're going to come up short. So I don't really know how. That's not my job is to tell you to strive for perfection. Doing the best that you can is all you can do, I think. It's all I can do. It's the very best that I can do, the perfection thing. I know I'm not going to get there, but I can I could do the very best that I can because we are human beings. We're subject to too many, too many things uh, create a situation for us. Problems, lust, uh, desires, temptations. It's just it's just it's just far too uh, prevalent in there. So, you know, I want to thank all of you who encourage me, who send me emails or who see me out on the street and, 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 and say important things to me like that because it does matter to me. It does have an impact on me. And I thank you very much because without those encouraging words from time to time, sometimes you don't know which way you're going, if you're being effective or not, and it is. And I want to keep encouraging people to do the right thing. I want to encourage people to continue to move in the right direction. And a lot of times when you're moving in the right direction and you're doing the right thing, everybody not going to understand it. Everybody, everybody not going to see it your way, but you have to do the right thing as God leads you to do it. And sometimes it's troubling when people don't get it and it angers you, but you got to keep doing what you think is right. You know, I was watching the results of the protest this weekend of how many peaceful protesters there was. Now, a couple of people got out of hand here and there, but that didn't mean the protests should not have existed. You know, you, you can't stop a few people, you know, from doing it the wrong way. But for the most part, people had the right intention in their heart and in their, in their minds. You know, it's like when you vote, everybody's not going to vote the way you vote. Everybody's not going to feel how you feel about your vote. But you got to do what you do what's right for for your conscience and for your 
thinking and for the people that you know and love and for the side that you're cheering for. It's just amazing, though, how when you're trying to do the right thing, how the opposition can never for a second even see your side of it. That's just amazing to me. And uh, I guess they both both sides say the same thing about one another. But I think that uh, as long as you're doing what you think is the right thing, uh, then then that's what you should do. And don't be slowed by it, folks, because it's going to happen. I've often said it before. Anytime you make a decision to do right or do better, you're going to get opposition. It's just no way around it, man. And the opposition comes so fierce and so strong. And sometimes you wonder, where do they get the energy or why can't they see it? But just just keep on. Just keep on. I'm, you know, I've I've seen it work over the years. I don't care how strong the opposition is. Right, right, right works out a lot of times. Even when right don't work out, you got to keep pushing. Uh-oh, that's the hard part, ain't it? Even when right don't work out, when you think it should go this way and you can't see how it could go no other way, when it goes the other way, you got to keep doing the right thing. See, you can never do the wrong thing because the what you felt didn't happen. You know, and, 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 and I, I try to implore people to remember that, man, that we've got to always stay on the, the, the right side of it. You know, I mean, you know, I know it's hard, you know, take the high road. You hear that all the time. You know, well, Steve, why we always got to take the high road? Well, because we have to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to all the time myself. But taking the low road ain't going to gain you nothing except more opposition a lack of understanding. So it's a high road. You, I mean, you know, it's a high road it is, you know, in all things. I know I'm talking sort of scattered because I'm saying some things without saying some things direct. I try to get people to understand, but, you know, I get so much opposition when I'm talking sometimes. You know, you get tired of it. You get tired of uh, social media sometimes. You get tired of what people say that don't even understand what you're trying to say or what you're trying to do. And it, and it's... uh. Sometimes it can be uh, disheartening, but even in that, I got to keep pushing. I got to keep saying what I think is the right thing. I got to keep saying what I think is, is, is best for the masses. You know, I can't stop, you know, loving people or, or, or wanting the best for the underprivileged, you know, uh, even though I'm not underprivileged anymore. You understand? But my heart is with that underprivileged because I've been underprivileged far longer than I have been on this side of it. And so my heart goes out to the underprivileged. And that's why I spend a lot of the first 12 minutes is to help the underprivileged or the people who are struggling with anything, finances, career, job, family, love, this country, the rules, the laws. I try to be encouraging to say that if you keep your head down and you keep grinding and you work hard and you, and you use on your unwavering faith that God can see you through and some wonderful things can happen in your life. That is an absolute must. So, you know, I, uh, I, I will keep on doing the things that I'm doing. And, and, and I want you to continue to do the things that you're doing, too, because you're getting on the right track. I love it when men stop me and say, hey, Steve, man, I appreciate you in the mornings, man. You don't know, man, but you're helping me become a better person. Well, I want to say this. I'm trying to become a better person, too. And and, and and 80 percent of the stuff I say in the mornings is directly affecting me also. 
Well, 100% really tell you the truth. But I'm, I'm usually talking about something I'm feeling or going through that particular day. So for the men out there that say, and it's making them a better person, I want you to understand something. It's making me a better person too. You know, it's making me stronger. You know, it's making me burn with the desire to do right, to do more right, to get it, to get it better and better and better. You know, and as I, you know, look across the landscape of what's going on in this country, you know, I just got to do what I can do. You know, now I know some people are tugging at me, talking about you need to be doing more. But, you know, once again, that's usually somebody who ain't doing nothing themselves. So, you know, say what you want to say, but I just got to keep going. And I want you to learn how to fill your day up with positivity. You know, wake up in the morning, and start your day positive. Wake up in the morning and, and get it right. You know, wake up in the morning and and, 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 and and get your projections together. You know, wake up in the morning and get some, um, you know, get, get, get your attitude right in the morning and, and get on a positive track. And, and when you have an idea that comes your way, think of how it can work. Don't think of how it won't work. See, once you start thinking of how it won't work, you allow the negatives to come in. But God don't work. God don't need you telling him how something won't work. God needs you to believe that it will work. God needs you to believe that something can happen. See, that's what God needs. God don't need you. See, that's why people blow it, man. So many ideas go, go to waste, man, because people just don't have the right attitude. When you have an, adi- an idea, think of how it can work. I know a dude, man, that the first thing he do is tear, uh, add, uh, tear, tear an idea down. Just tear it down, man. Then we got to work doubly hard to build it back up. Are you kidding me? When all you had to do is try to find the way that'll work. Don't spin your wheels worrying about how it won't work. Look at how you can make it work. Look, the problems is going to come no matter what you do. Oh, well, this is going to happen and that can work. But if you're focusing on how to make it work, you can overcome the things when they come up that's going to make you think it won't work. You feel what I'm saying? I hope I wish I explained it. I wish I got on that early. Anyway, that's what we're doing today. Going to be a good one, man. Y'all hanging there, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show on this Tuesday morning. We are broadcasting live again in the Caymans. The whole crew will be here tomorrow and Thursday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Junior and I are here along with Mississippi Monica. She's taking pictures. You know, know, she ain't never been nowhere, so we got to deal with that right there. She take pictures of flowers. What's huh? wrong with that? She be taking pictures of her standing next to a palm tree, but, <laughs> but she's short, so you can't see the leaves on the tree. So all you see is bark. It's just bark. <laughs> but then she be trying to take the selfie. She be leaning up against it. But here, you know, when she ain't got no business down, Monica from the country, we done, we in an island. She ain't talking about y'all got catfish. <laughs> no catfish down here, man. That man said, excuse me? Do y'all have catfish, all this water out here? <laughs> <laughs> so it's been amazing. We're down here second day. The weather's nice, Steve. Is the weather to get nice? there? Yeah, yeah well, I ain't today. Had a jacket, an umbrella. I don't do none of that. I got sandals. I'm ready to put some sandals on tomorrow when y'all get here. And uh, I've been playing golf every day. Me and my two partners. Okay. All right. I've been playing golf every day, yeah. man. Hey, we had a Super Bowl party in your room, right? Oh, the Super Bowl party over. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have that in yeah. your room, so you're doing all kinds of stuff. Hey, what day we leaving? I don't know when you leave. I'm gonna, I, leave. I don't think I'm going back. My sickle cell operating at, at prime efficiency oh, yeah. right now. Feeling, <laughs> feeling good, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> feeling good. I'm at prime efficiency right now. Dog, you over there over sexy there, with it, huh, Junior? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm just going to stay. Okay. You're going to be an expat, huh? The nephew's coming, right? <laughs> yeah, I think He's so. Oh, okay. Just checking. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm just checking. Because he checking. ain't at work again. I'm just checking. Y'all have an excuse mm. for him today? Mm-mm. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Can't even make up no more? Uh, <laughs> I'm out. Of, I'm out. <laughs> Let's see. He's little. He can't say it's W's. Um, uh-uh, we've heard them all before. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, there's. Mm-mm. we've run out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say I got nothing. Uh, he was going to come to work today, but he couldn't find the steps. <laughs> what do you mean? He couldn't the find steps. the steps. You know, he got a set of steps made where he can get up in the truck. Oh. He couldn't find the steps to get up in the really? car. Yeah, so he couldn't get him to work. Oh, because he's little. Then he climbed up on the floorboard one time, and his wife didn't know it was on there, and she shut the door and drove off. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, he almost froze to death. Hanging on to that floorboard on the way to work, bro, and drowning because it was raining outside. And his little fingers was getting cold. He was hanging on to the floorboard. And the little raccoon hands, he had a death grip. He almost had frostbite drowned and ruined the outfit, too. So he's not going to get in trouble because if we weren't at work, we would Aww. never hear the end of it, ever. From you. And, you right, and we're here all the time. I ain't got to. They're going to deal with it. So I'm just saying. Because he has been reported. But it's He's your nephew. Report. It's your nephew. They hold you accountable and responsible for that. No, nah, not you, really. I'm not, I've never been responsible for Tommy. Well, you brought him well, in. You yeah, you sure. brought him in. But that's it. That was in 2000, Shirley. <laughs> that was 17 years ago? You've had no. ample time. <laughs> no, he a radio employee now. <laughs> yeah, I'm through. <laughs> you can't save yeah. him no more. It's a new uh-uh. sheriff in town. <laughs> no, it's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> I'm over here with all this mess you've been doing. It ain't going to happen. Uh, it's going to be a great day today, man. Uh, looking forward to. Uh, mm-hmm. I live. Here's what I'm Let me give everybody a suggestion. Today. Okay. Mm-hmm. 2017 can be the absolute best year of your life. Yeah. But you have to do one thing. What? You have to claim it. Uh-huh. You have to claim prosperity. You have to claim expectations. I now, like it. now, why do you say that? Because it I shows like your faith or your mm-hmm. faith in God? Well, here's what you do. Your mind is an emission tower that emits a signal. Mm-hmm. The signal that you send out from your mind is the thing that it picks up and relays back. It's like your remote control at home. Mm-hmm. If you go in the house and you pick up your remote control and you press the red button in the corner, that's the power button, you point it at the TV, what do you expect to happen? The TV turn on. Come on. Okay. Turn on. Yeah. If HBO, let's just use this as an example. If HBO is channel 350 and you punch in 350 and you express select, what do you expect to happen? 350 come on. The channel will change. Yeah. One more thing. If you want to know what's on the TV set, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you press the guide button that says guide, what do you expect to see on that TV? All day. A the listing guide. of shows. Uh-huh. And the time. The guide. So every time you punch in something on that remote, 
and point it at the TV and you hit select, you expect that TV to perform per the request of the remote. So is that correct? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I want you to understand something. If I could get people to understand this very simple concept of success, it changes your entire life. Your mind was created by God. Your mind is a remote control. It's the greatest remote control he's ever come up with. This remote control that you have was invented before the remote control of TV. Okay. The signal that you emit from your mind sends out an emission signal to everything that you tune it into. And when you press select, guess what? That's what comes back to you. Where do you think they got the concept from a TV remote control from? It is from your mind, the capacity that God made you in his image. God thought of this world, this earth, this water, these islands, these mountains, these oceans, these waterfalls, these trees, Mm -hmm. these birds, these animals, male species. He thought of all of that. Mm -hmm. And guess what it came into? Existence. He made you the same way. So now he gave you the power, though, to make choices. So if you decide to send out a positive emission from your brain, Guess what has to come back to you? Positivity. Right. Same mm-hmm. thing with a negative. If you send out negativity, you ever mm. notice, man, people that's all, when you uh, ask them what's wrong and they always got something wrong, woo, don't it always woo. be something wrong with them? Yes, to sir. the point where yes. you hate to even ask them now yeah. what's right. wrong. Yeah, that's true, Steve. It's because what's they keep emitting that signal that something's wrong. Oh, my life crazy. All I keep meeting is dogs. Then all the dogs come to you. Earth. You've emitted the signal. Earth. It changes, man. The moment you change your attitude, you immediately change your attitude. If you could grab that concept, folks, Mm -hmm. you can begin to change your life, and 2017 can be the best year of your life. I live my life with the expectations that God would do great things for me. And guess what he does? Even when it looked like it's going wrong for me. Miss Universe, last year, went wrong for me. Do you know what happened because of Miss Universe, though? It turned yeah. around. Yep. Right, yeah. The good came out of it. Mm. I got news for you. I've been ate up alive with this Donald Trump meeting, but watch what God do. See, problem people don't have is you don't know how God works. You just over there running your mouth, commenting on stuff you don't even know nothing about. I expect great things to happen to me, therefore it will. And watch, because I live my life with the expectation. I don't look at myself as doom and gloom. It's over. It's never over, y'all. Y'all can change your life if you change your attitude. I'm telling you, man, don't think this just worked for certain people. Amen, Steve. Thank you. All right. Uh, Coming up next, uh, something funny. Let's do something funny, Steve. It's Black History Month. Uh, Let's get one in today, huh? Little known Black History Known Facts. Little known Black History Month Uh Facts. (laughs) This is a comedy bitch, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You probably just got that reminder in the mail in the form of a maintenance fee that, yes, you still own that timeshare. And that maintenance fee always seems to climb. Last year, the average maintenance fee was $920. If you're tired of paying for a timeshare that you're not using or can't use, visit Timeshare Exit Team. They'll get you out safely, legitimately, and forever, or you get every penny back. With local experts all across the country, visit TimeshareExitTeam.com. TimeshareExitTeam.com. Hey, good morning, y'all. Coming up, uh, we're going to do uh, something funny. Uh, 
He going to the phones. <laughs> yeah. Say we it. got a lady on the phone uh-huh. that did a song about the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> you know this how. Now, y'all got to hear this. Uh-huh. I don't like the song. <laughs> Let it go, Junior. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let's go to line seven and talk to T out of Tennessee. Hey, T out of Tennessee. Hey, Steve. Good morning, morning, crew. Hey, great. Hey, morning, T. What's your opinion? Um, Steve, I wanted to just tell you this. I ride and die with you. I love me from Steve Harvey and his morning crew. But when it came to the game, I had to separate myself for a minute. I was so disappointed you was rooting for Atlanta Falcons. So while I, I parted myself, and I wrote a little song, and it goes a little something like this. Mm-hmm. Here's the story of a man named Brady no who had some haters all of his own. There was a group of so? several people that gathered on their own. They say you're a deflator and you a cheater, and they will never, ever, ever be a believer. So this is the story of a man named Brady who has it all ago. That's how we won the Super Bowl. All right, T. I don't like the song, T. Hey, baby. (laughs) I like it, T. I liked it. Me too. T. Yes. T, don't call him no more. It was cute, T. It was cute, no, it girl. Wasn't. It was cute, sure. <laughs> it was cute. Brady, get it. Brady Bunch, yeah. Brady Tom, Brady. Cute. Ah, we got all that. It still wasn't good. Ooh, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, T. Lady Thank T. you, T. Yeah. <laughs> I like the song. Bunch. I thought it was cute. <laughs> Patriots song fans sucks, are. <laughs> Patriots fans are celebrating all week. And coming up next, it's Run That Prank Back from the Nephew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, get ready. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, Tommy's not here again today, y'all. Mm-hmm. But we don't need him because we got everything that makes him outside income. We have all the pranks our damn self. <laughs> so sit your ass at house if you want to, Joe. Stupid behind. We got everything that's of value that you offer to this show, your damn pranks. And we're going to be playing one of them when we come back. It's run that prank back. And guess what? We're going to do this one, Tommy. We need you to be a slave. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one we doing. We need you to be. <laughs> it's Black History Month. What's so wrong for that? Steve? Then when Tommy called the dude to uh, call him at work and told him, uh, you "Yeah, know, we need yeah. you to participate yeah. mm-hmm. in Black History." All the black dude was on there talking about us. Oh, going to be great. I love Black History Month. Anything I can do to move the company forward. Tommy said, "Well, this year we can wear some burlap pants <laughs> to work, and we want you to be a slave." <laughs> Attitude change towards them people. Tommy, Tommy told him, we want you to come in. We're going to do a reenactment. We want you to be a slave. Can you imagine? Hold on, hold on, man. He said, hold on, hold on, man. Let me get this. Right. You want me to be what now? <laughs> white dude told him, want you to be a slave. Uh, oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Tommy almost got killed on that one. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Miss Glenda, please. 
This is she speaking. Ms. Glenda, this is Gary. Gary, I'm with the um, Black History of Okay. You, uh, you, you participated last year in the in the Black History Parade. Am I right? Yes, I sure did. Uh, okay, I got your name from one of the members on the committee, and we're trying to see if you can actually be of some help for this year's Black History uh, for this month. I sure would. Be glad to help. Okay. Listen, um, we're having an auction tomorrow and wanted to see if you could uh, actually maybe build some help with the auction that we actually have going on tomorrow. Yes. Do I need to donate anything or well, no, is that what uh, you need? No, we're not really trying to get some a donation from you this time. We're trying to see if you have some time tomorrow to come out and actually help out with the actual auction. Okay. What time tomorrow? Uh, probably like about 9 o'clock in the morning. I can do that. Okay. Now, we're asking that you wear something that you'll be comfortable in all day tomorrow, if possible, okay? Okay. Pretty much an all-day event that we're trying to get you to do. Okay. I could be there around 9, but I'm going to have to leave about 4. Well, we'll I'll tell you what, we'll see what we can, well, how we can work it out, but we, we definitely want you to come and be a part of what we're doing. So what is it that you really need me to do? Um, well, actually, you know, we, we, we got a lot of people doing different things at the, uh, you know, at the auction, you know, so we just want you to come out and be of some help. Uh, with everything that's going on. Okay. Well, I want to be prepared. So what exactly do I need to do? Work the concession stand, something like that? No, really what we had is actually you being a part of the auction. Being a part of the auction, such as? Well, what we're doing tomorrow is we have already, we already have 50 people who are signed up, and you would be, you know, uh, one of those people that are, that, are, that are signed up to do the actual. Uh, what it is is we're having slaves for a day. And what we're going to be doing is auctioning you off, and somebody's going to buy you tomorrow. And you'll be their slave. Slave for the day. Slave? Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll be their slave for the day. That's what, that's what we've decided to do with the black history. We've decided I didn't to do. mean I, I, don't, I want to participate, but being a slave, no. Okay, but see, what you, but, but you, I want you to understand that this is a worthy cause, though. You know, I understand we want you it's to, a we, worthy cause, but I'm not going to be no slave. Well, well, you—I mean, you don't have to call it a slave. I mean, a, a servant, you know, a, a, a butler, you know what I mean? Slave Whatever you want to call pilot. it. I'm just saying. Same but, damn thing. No, I ain't gonna be no slave. Okay, okay, ma'am, ma'am, Miss Glenda, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is a worthy call for the Black History, and we're trying to get you to be there. Somebody may buy you for five hundred dollars tomorrow. No, I'm not gonna do it. Okay, are, are, are you are you are you turning us down for a worthy cause, Miss Glenda? Yes, I am turning your down. Don't call me with that kind of no more. I mean, I don't understand what, what the problem is. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we got to repeat history so we don't go back to the history. Sometimes we got to do it again so we don't go back to it. You understand? But here it is, it seems like you you acting like a, a, a house Negro or, or something. Like you too uppity a or something. A house Negro. Who's the chairman of, of this? Excuse me? The chairman. Last time I spoke with Mr. Wilson and we didn't have no like this. Okay, and I understand that, but what I'm trying to explain to you is this is something that I don't want you to explain a thing to me. Do not call me with this kind of again. Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? Do you understand me? Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? We already have... You're not going to sell me. We have you listed to be sold tomorrow. Sell your... We've got you listed to be sold tomorrow, ma'am. Can we please make sure... I'm not going to be sold. And you. Do not call here again. Hey, listen, if you don't show up tomorrow, then we will come to your house and sell you there. Come to my house? We, I, I if, wish I got, you, if I got to come I out wish to get you, you sold, would then... come to my house. 
Bring your link over here if you want to. Listen, I will come there to sell you if you're not going to come out to the auction. Come on to my house. You bad. Come on to my house. Okay, I tell you, and you know what? I need you to do this. You need to start saying yes, sir, and no, sir to me right now. Okay? Kiss I need my... to get you in the, in the frame of That's mind of, of being a slave my... of the day. Okay? I didn't hear what you said. Kiss my black I'm coming to your house tomorrow, and I'm going to sell you in front of your house if you don't come down to the auction tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. You better not bring your to my house. You better not. Do you understand me? I don't march for civil rights. I don't have time for no like that. And we got a black man for president? you. I understand we got a black man for president, but right now we're trying to raise some money for black history, and we need to sell you tomorrow morning. You're not going to sell me you're not going to sell me. You and don't call my house no more. Do you understand? Do not call. I understand exactly what you're saying. Can I tell you something else? Who else going to be sold tomorrow? Hell no. Don't tell me. I, I got one more thing I do need to tell you. What is it? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister. My sister? <laughs> my sister. I can't believe that. Uh-uh. I'm going to get her. I can't believe she done did this. Miss Glenda, you all right? I'm all right. This is some crazy. I can't believe this. I'm going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her for this. It don't sound like you were going to get sold. No way. Hell no. You wasn't getting on this auction block, huh? No. No way. <laughs> Miss Linda's been there. I've been at the sit-ins, the marches. I've done some of everything. Yes, ma'am. Well, I tell you what, Miss Glenn, if it wasn't for people like you, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. That's so right. We, we we show thank you. We show thank you. I just wanted to play a joke on you. Did I get you? Yes, you did. <laughs> you sure did. All right. I got one more. I got one more thing to ask you. What is what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with that ignorant <laughs> nephew Tommy. <laughs> we love you, Miss Glenda. Okay, love you too. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well, now that the Super Bowl is over and the New England Patriots are the world champions, according to the New York Daily News, President Trump called NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell a dope. Uh, the highlight quote was um, when Trump referred to Goodell as a dope and a stupid guy. Yeah, I thought he said stupid in there, too. Mr. Wow. Trump went on to elaborate that the commissioner was a failure on all things from the Ray Rice incident all the way to deflate gate. To crystallize this point, Trump theorized that Goodell uh, blew the Rice deal so bad that he thought he had to make up for it through Tom Brady. Wow. wow. Well, he certainly didn't get booed when he came out on the field. Uh, no, uh, he got, yeah, he got booed, man. Yeah, I, I don't yeah know how Sunday he kept night. Talking, but I tell you what, but as soon as he got through talking, he mm. walked right down him step. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, he was no longer on the podium. Was. Get out while you can. <laughs> get out. That's crazy. Well, Miss Ann is here with today's headlines. Good morning, Miss Ann. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody out there. This is Ann Tripp with the news. 
Well, the Attorney General of 15 states and the District of Columbia joining the legal fight against President Trump's ban on travel to this country. According to a legal brief filed with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, California alone, alone has more than 1,800 students, faculty and medical students and residents that would be negatively affected, they say, by the new administration's entry restrictions. So the state of California and the other states are in support, they say, of that lower court's recent suspension of the president's order, that lower court in Seattle. The Ninth Circuit Court has scheduled oral arguments later today by phone on the matter. Mr. Trump says his ban is necessary to protect national security and to keep potential terrorists out of this country. So for now, though, those who hold visas, valid visas, are arriving in the United States. Hundreds of medical students, by the way, and faculty members rallied outside Northwestern University School of Medicine in Chicago last week to try and save the Affordable Health Care Act or Obamacare. That demonstration uh, was part of a larger one entitled White Coats for Coverage. It was organized by medical students of all colors across the country. Protesters say that while Obamacare isn't perfect, plugging, pu- pulling the rug out from under the feet of the most vulnerable patients is certainly not the answer. Well, the U.S. Senate is expected to vote later today on the confirmation of President Trump's nominee to head the Department of Education, a lady named Betsy DeVos, and the vote is expected to be real close. Senate Democrats protested her nomination overnight on the floor of the Senate, with Michigan Democrat Gary Peters saying DeVos is simply out of her debt for the job. Given Mrs. DeVos's weak performance in her interview before the American people and her inability to demonstrate a basic understanding of key education concepts, I do not think that we can give her a passing grade. Two Republicans have also announced their opposition to DeVos's nomination. The Democrats are hoping to get at least one more Republican to stand with them. However, DeVos will probably get the nod, folks, because the confirmation hearing for Trump's pick for U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions was postponed so that he could cast a vote for DeVos. And if there's a tie, 50-50, which is what it looks like it's going to be, Vice President Mike Pence will break the tie. And, of course, he's vice president, so he's going to go with the president. Okay, lawyers for former New England Patriots Aaron Hernandez asking for a three-month delay for the start of Hernandez's double murder trial because of what they say is a mountain of new information. The Boston Herald reporting that the former NFL players' attorneys say some of the new info includes the fact that prosecutors are going to be calling eight new witnesses. They want to find out about them. Hernandez accused of gunning down a friend and of earlier drive-by killings of two other men outside of a club. And today is Black HIV and AIDS Awareness Day. It's African American Coaches Day. And it's also Send a Letter to a Friend Day, something so many of us no longer do. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, thank you, Miss Ann. Uh, hey, let's go to the phones. Y'all still upset about the Patriots winning, huh? <laughs> I'm going to turn this into counseling. Y'all keep on. <laughs> Help them, Steve. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, line one, Cora out of Tennessee. Hello, hey, baby. Cora. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? No, we fine, baby. I'm going to just go and teach Atlanta Falcons how to deal with this. I'm from Cleveland. I can help you through it. Go ahead. I'm going to just start counseling people. What can I do for you, Cora? I'm just first, first, Steve. I want to say Miss T, the one with the song, the Brady song, Mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved it. Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. It was was a beautiful song. It's a very beautiful song, Steve. Didn't you love it? Yes, I loved it, too. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I, I loved it, too. I'm going to say this. It, at the end of the day, minus the deflated balls, everything that everybody's trying to say, you have uh-huh. to give Tom Brady his props. He yeah. is yes, we a gave great it to him. He quarterback. He is great. 
Yes, he is the greatest. Yeah, thank you for calling. (laughs) Let's go next phone call. Line two, Jay out of Georgia. Hey, Jay. Good morning. How y'all doing? Jay, what's going on? What's your opinion, man? Uncle Steve, I'm from Atlanta. I live in Atlanta, but I'm from New Orleans, so we wasn't mm-hmm. going for him anyway. So <laughs> I woke up this morning. I fried me some Steve Harvey bacon. I made me a BLT. I'm riding around Atlanta looking for them rise up flags and laughing at all of them. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> God. Yep, thank you, man. That's one way to get over it. Don't care about it. All right, coming up at 18 after the hour, more calls. <laughs> if you want to vent, 877-29-STEVE is the number. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a lot of options when it comes to buying flowers for Valentine's, but there's only one Rose Authority. And that's why every year I keep coming back to 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers never fails to wow with their elegant and stunning bouquets. 1-800-Flowers has a wide selection of beautiful rose bouquets and arrangements, and they start at just $29.99. These breathtaking roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness and your loved one's amazement. 1-800-Flowers has exclusive offers for Steve Harvey listeners. Today's offer is 24 multicolored roses for only $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for just $10 more. But they're only available while supplies last. When it comes to Valentine's season, I don't settle for anything less than my rose authority. All right, we back. Coming up next, I'm telling y'all I'm going to start counseling Falcon fans about the Super Bowl. It's over and get over it because it is over you. The Super Bowl then made all their money. They own to next year. They don't give a damn who in it. They want the Cowboys to be in it because that's the most Okay. Oh, yeah. If New England get in there. Eugene ain't here because Tommy's not here. Uh, Eugene ain't here. Let's go to the phone. All right, let's go to line three and talk to Dana out of North Carolina. Hey, Dana. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What's your comment? I'm doing great. The ultimate therapy for the Falcons fan would be to drive down 85 and take a Carolina fan to lunch. Okay. Drive drive up 85 and take a Carolina fan to lunch. That's real nice, baby. That's, That's real. really good. Is it is it a man you trying to talk to? A uh, Falcon fan, uh-huh. man. I'm actually a Panthers fan. But the guy you trying to well, get Cam up had there. a great commercial yesterday. Oh yeah, he did, and so did Morgan Freeman. But Cam did too. Yeah. What? Cam she did. say one more yes. Freeman. One more one time. More time. <laughs> I don't know how you guys don't see it. But anyway, yeah, we loved Cam Newton's commercial. It was good. But Morgan don't know you, Shirley. He can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just listen to the show. <laughs> I'm his biggest fan. All right, Dana, thank you. Uh, let's go to line four and talk to Markeisha out of D.C. Markeisha. Hey, Shirley and Carla. Shirley and Carla. Oh, my goodness. I love you guys so much. So sweet. Oh, we, we love you too, hey, Markeisha. Markeisha. Hey, um, and hi, Steve. Hi. <laughs> you too, Walona. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Is her no, name Walona? No. Her Markeisha. name Markeisha. 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 See, see, no, because see, I'm gonna have to work with him soon. He doesn't know this, but I'm telling you. So 
I'm sorry. I just got to say this. Me personally, I feel like the Falcons, they just got too comfortable. Just like a relationship, they got in there and they got comfortable. That's just my opinion. Uh-huh. But the icing on the cake was that four years of bad hair commercial. People say they didn't see it. The four years of bad hair commercial. What? I don't. We didn't yeah, head and shoulders. Yeah, they said, no, it was called Tin Hair. Tin Hair Care. No one saw it. Oh, 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 oh. Are, are you talking about uh, the Super Bowl commercial? Yeah, four years of bad hair. Oh, uh, oh, oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Is Morgan Freeman in there? <laughs> That's all I surely care about if Morgan Freeman was in commercial. Girl. I didn't see it if he wasn't in it. You know, let me uh, teach y'all a little something about making phone calls on radio stations. Try to connect your information to something. Don't just call in here and have random ass thoughts. Just out here, just. Steve, you're supposed oh, yeah. to be helping you know, uh, them. This that, is a therapy call. You're supposed to be helping No, I'm going to give her therapy. Because you just in here talking about the Falcons, and then it went over there, and then it's four years of bad hair. Huh? Where did that come from? I don't know. You didn't, you got to say, and then, you know, my favorite commercial was the one about four years of bad yeah. hair. Then we can stay with you. Right. Don't call in here tripping us out. <laughs> People trying to get through this today. thing. Yeah, we you do that enough. just here tripping. <laughs> We trip enough on this show. We I need, need some other. LSD to listen to this damn phone call. <laughs> but it started off so well. Hey, Shirley and Carla. I love that part. Oh, yeah, and hey, Steve. I love that part. I'm just saying. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen, everybody, do you want more data without a huge wireless bill? On a blazing fast 4G LTE network? Well, with Simple Mobile, you'll get more speed and more data for $60 a month. Want better wireless? The answer is simple. It's Simple Mobile. All right, y'all, coming up next, we're going to tell which late-night snacks could sabotage your weight loss goals, and we're going to find out about my late-night snacks. Oh, oh. That's going to be interesting. All right, well, um, we all love a late-night snack, uh, but what you reach for could sabotage your weight loss goals. Now, this is according to Women's Health. Certain pre-bedtime snacks can keep you tossing and turning. They can lead you to overeat the next day and mess with your fat-burning hormones, all right? Mm, okay. Dark chocolate is one oh. of them, and you know we all love dark chocolate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cut me deep. <laughs> yes. When it comes to satisfying your sweet tooth before bed, this seems like a healthy choice. But it's actually um, exactly what you don't want when you're going to sleep. Caffeine and sugar. Sleeping on a surge of quick-acting sugar is the perfect environment for fat storage. Spicy salsa. It's the heartburn that you have to worry about here. Mm. While a glass of red wine does help health boosting, uh, does have health-boosting antioxidants, it still doesn't make a good nightcap. A lot of people drink a glass of wine before bedtime. Mm-hmm. You might have a hard time reaching the deep restoration. Uh, restor- huh? The Callie. Good nighttime. Might not be healthy, but it put your ass to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about liquor. Okay, uh, you know you should you should wait an hour before hitting the sheets um, for each glass of alcohol that you drink. Okay, so you drink a glass of alcohol. Don't get immediately into the bed. Wait an hour. It says. So, Steve, what's your favorite? It brings me to you. What is your favorite 
nighttime, late night snack? I like ham sandwiches. <laughs> what? That's, that's not I healthy. think a good ass ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that worked. Okay. Uh, I like ham sandwiches. I like uh, mm-hmm. oxtails. You know, if I can get. <laughs> that's heavy. Big ass bowl of oxtails and rice. Yeah. That'll lay you me right on up. down. I'm good you, to go. That's, that's a late a night snack. Up. That's the whole mm. meal. Yeah. But my auntie, my auntie eat that. She eat pot roast and potatoes. That's that's pretty much it. Before bed? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, black folks in in in, in the hood, in, my, in the hood, my grandmother, that's what they do. Whatever they cook at 7.30, you finna eat that at 11.30. I remember Lee Training, a- Lee, Lee Haney, your trainer, Steve, said, eat for what you're getting ready to do. Yeah, which that's means his if you're getting ready to go to bed, you shouldn't eat nothing because you ain't finna do it then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go ahead that's on what and he eat. said. But I don't listen to Lee a lot. <laughs> Hell, I'm not fin to be Mr. Olympia. That ain't your goal or nothing like that. You ever had a bag of skins before you go to bed? I have not. Now, you can't no. lay down on skins. Let me tell y'all the that right now. Because <laughs> they don't go down at all. You ever had? You ever ate some bunch of skins and didn't drink enough water and they get stuck right there in the middle of your chest? Oh, uh-uh. And then you drink a little bit of water and all it do is expand them. Now you're dying. <laughs> now you're <laughs> dying. You skins and damn near died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm from the hood. I bought a pack of skins one time. Was coming home eating them and then some boys started chasing me. Mm-hmm. I damn near choked to death. <laughs> running. <laughs> <laughs> some pork skins is not for running. Wow. Man. Okay. <laughs> so no pork skins for late night snacks. All right. You got oxtails. Yeah. Sam Sam. Here's one you more. You ever been chased while you was eating a slice of what? watermelon? No. Oh, man. Why? You been a little boy heading up the street and then, give me that watermelon, <laughs> you <laughs> punk ass. <laughs> I'm skinny. Can't fight. Got to get on in the wind. <laughs> Still trying to eat, eat that your watermelon. watermelon. I tucked that slice of watermelon under my arm like a football. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was clearing hedges and everything. All right, bottom line, no sugar before you go to bed, okay? It's not good See, for you. You know, man, they lay the chocolate on the pillows in your hotel. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you eat them. And I just did that because it'd be so good. Yes. Delicious. And can't do chocolate, can't do uh, spicy sauce, and what else they say? Wine. Ooh. At least wait an hour. Yeah. All right. uh, (laughs) We got to go to break. All right, y'all. We come back after the break. uh, 48 after. uh, Tommy got a prank phone call. He's not here today. Tommy uh, was at the Super Bowl. with him? Uh Uh-huh. And I, th- I just think he got drunk. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's Tommy's prank phone call. My is the ring. Ooh. The ring. That's the prank phone call. Tommy got a prank phone call. He's not here today. Tommy uh was at the Super Bowl. With him. Uh-huh. And I, th- I just think he got drunk. Didn't see her coming. Tell me. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, uh, Denise, please. Uh, yes, this is she. Hi, Denise. My name is Gavin. I'm, a, I'm actually the head jeweler here at Diamond. 
No, how you doing? I'm good. You brought your ring in, what was it, last week? I, I, I actually wasn't here, but you gave it to one of my salespersons. Yes. And, um, yes. You, you wanted to get it resized as well as, as, as get it appraised, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And you don't have to tell him I did that. I want to do the appraisal <laughs> on my own. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, listen. I actually did resize the ring. And, okay. and first of all, let me be the first to say um, uh, congratulations. When When is your wedding? Thank you. I'm getting married in September. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank listen, you. I don't know how to tell you this. Now, as far as the appraisal is concerned, I've looked at your ring over and over, and <laughs> this this ring is probably worth maybe $50. Excuse me? I've 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 been I've been in this business for over twenty years. But you know what? I'm confused on what you just said. And I understand that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that I've been in this business for over twenty years. I've seen so many different pieces of jewelry, mm-hmm. and this is something that you that you buy late night on an infomercial mm-hmm. for nineteen ninety nine. This this is a cubic zirconium stone, and the the gold is not real at all. It's wait, like gold wait, 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 wait. You wait. You lost me. You lost me as much money as my men make. And as much money as my father is putting down on his wedding or has put down, and you're going to sit Ma'am, up here. I understand everything you're saying, but Denise, honestly. No, 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 no. I, what I, I need you, you want... to do is hold on. Wait, wait, I, wait. No, 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 no. I need you to hold on because we need to call Victor. Wait, wait, man. Hold no, 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 no. First of all, I can't. Wait. No, sir. Wait, wait, wait. Slow, no, sir, wait, wait, wait. Sir, hold can you... on. Hold okay, on. Can you slow down for a second? Because I need you to hold on because we're going to get to the phone, okay? Wait, wait, wait. What are you trying to What are you trying to do? Sir, I need you to repeat. To what you just said to me, okay? Man, I That's can't all get in I need the middle you to do. Of personal stuff, man. I... You, oh, you in it? It's personal now, so I need you to hold on, okay? Oh, she calling her man. Okay, thank, thank, thank. Hello, Victor. Hey, I need up, you to man? listen to this jeweler that's on the phone. I'm, I want you to hear this that he just told me. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the, what's the problem? What you mean, what's the problem? He's going to tell you what the problem is. Go on, head on, sir. Go on, head on. Who's uh, this? Uh, hello? Yeah, who's this? All right, my name is Gavin. I'm from uh, Diamonds, and actually your wife, I mean, well, your fiancé, rather, she, she brought her ring in to actually be resized. Yeah. And we uh, we also did an appraisal on the ring for her, and actually the ring is estimated to be only in the worth of around $50. Mm-hmm. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty. That's what the man said. Hold on, Victor. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Fifty dollars. Hold on, Denise. Hold on, Denise. Well, sir, uh, obviously there's some sort of mistake, sir. Now, what you got to say uh, about that, Victor? Hold on. Wait, hold Fifty dollars. Uh, that's that's got to be some kind of mistake. So, what'd you say your name was, sir? My name is Gavin. I work here at Diamonds. I'm the head jeweler here. I've been here for twenty years. Yeah, and, uh, well, there, there's there's no way that that ring is worth fifty dollars. I know what I paid for it, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. obviously there's some sort of mistake. Mm-hmm. Sir, it, it, there's it, not it, a mistake. Right. I've been dealing with jewelry. I've seen it. I I can pretty much look at a ring, but I actually went into detail on this one, as I do all of them. And sir, I promise you, this is probably maybe between forty and fifty dollars for its worth. No, no, mm-hmm. a- absolutely mm-hmm. not. That's mm-hmm. that's impossible. Yeah. I mean, how, I, how is that I, impossible? I, He's the jeweler. You heard him say he's been doing it for twenty. Years. So how is that impossible? Does, I don't understand that. Like, All the money that my daddy putting down on this wedding, and you I gonna mean, pay fifty dollars for sir, a you ring? Bought a, you bought a cheap ring, sir. No, 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 no. I did not buy a cheap ring. Victor, I can't, I can't, this is this is this is obviously some kind of mistake. You didn't got. You oh, got you sure got that right. <laughs> you sure got that right. So what you got to say for yourself? Fifty. Dollars? You, you cannot believe that that's right. That's, this is obviously some kind of mistake, mm. sir. Oh, it is a mistake. A mistake in me thinking I'm going to get married to the man of my dream. I do have the engagement ring that was purchased and bought 
for your wife. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think you, I don't think you do. I don't think you have my ring mm-hmm. because if you mm-hmm. had my ring, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be telling me that it's worth fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Sure, I, I have the ring that, that your wife, that your fiance brought in. Fiance, well, ain't his wife yet. Hold on, hold on. The man is trying to explain. I'm trying to get to the bottom. <laughs> okay, excuse you, me. Excuse thank me. you, thank you. So you have, I don't think you have the right ring. Uh, sir, Mr. I have the right ring, and what I'm letting you know, sir, is that this is something you buy on an infomercial in, the, in 2 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Hold on, man, hold on. Dude, you don't, yeah. <laughs> are you going to like that? I ain't buying no damn ring on infomercial. I bought the ring from a reputable establishment. I have the receipt. Hmm. I have the certificate. So, Obviously, the mistake is on your end. Where Sir, you the mistake is not here. Sir, you bought a piece of junk. Mister, he's been doing it all these years. How the hell he going to make a mistake? Where the f*** you come off telling me I bought a piece of junk? I know what I bought. If there's any mistake that's been made, it's on your end. Where, Sir, it's not on my end. Here, no, man, hold on. Don't, 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 don't raise this f- to fix the f- you want to think that my dad is paying too much money for this wedding. So your dog going to pay 50 dog on dollars for a dog on wedding. You wait till I tell him this Chill, hold on. First of all, I don't appreciate Sir, you. I want to tell you this. This is a typical case of you trying to pawn it off on us because you, you bought a there piece of junk for 50 bucks. Oh, That's all the money that you dogs on make, and I get $50 worth of a ring? Denise, hold on. Let me talk to you. Mm. Where are you calling yeah, me? Get to talking. Get to Diamonds. talking. Mm-hmm. Diamonds. I ain't never heard of that. Where is it? Mm-hmm. So your wife knows exactly where it is. She's the one that brought the ring in. I tell you what. I'm going to come down there to see the ring that you're talking about. If it's not the ring that I gave my girl, I'm going to take $7,600 out of your because that's what I paid for the So now you want to jump on me because you bought your wife a piece of Come on now. And you want to put it on me. you. You don't tell me what the I know what the I spent on a ring. And you. I don't know what kind of you're trying to pull. First of all, I don't appreciate you coming to my household trying to mess my and you want to come at me with this? I know the ring better be real. <laughs> know that. If I were you, Mr. Neese, I would not marry somebody that's going to be... I'm coming and I'm looking for your punk. And you know what, my You don't get the ring and it ain't right. Me and you going to go at it. Can I say one more thing to both of you all? I'll tell you what, if it ain't some that I want to hear, me and you going to have some more problems. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all just got pranked by Denise's sister. That... <laughs> That's why she ain't got no man today. Wow. That's uncool, man. Wow. That's uncool, Tommy. You about to start some <laughs> Wow. Nick, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I will make man. it up you know, to you, baby. You don't, you don't I am play with a woman's ring? <sighs> I got to ask y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Wow. <laughs> The Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back top of the hour. Buckle up, hold on tight. This is how you do it. Buckle up and hold on tight. (laughs) You're listening to the Strawberry Letter. This is my BS voice. This is how I try to sound sexy. (laughs) Even though my chin and throat is the same Ah. muscle. From the side, I look like a turtle, <laughs> a hard-shell turtle. Oh, man. For those of you who don't know what I'm going to do with my life, this is Thomas Miles. I'm going to be the... I'm going to be the... I'm going to be the new poster boy for Turtle Wax. <laughs> <laughs> you are so wrong. <laughs> Shut up, Junior. <laughs> I love that because I just thought about that turtle. <laughs> I thought about that bottle that put Tommy on that bottle. The shell is actually my tall ass. Ladies and gentlemen, the strawberry letter. 
with my girl, Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> Thank you, Junior. Great job you're doing today. Subject, as I mentioned, is it too late to tell her he's a dog? Three years ago, my best friend married what she thought to be the man of her dreams. He was my husband's good friend from college, and we introduced them at a cookout. After they had dated for a year, my husband informed me that his friend was also dating someone else besides my friend. Being the good friend that I am and feeling guilty for hooking her up with this two-timing dog, I immediately informed her. She brushed it off and said she was already aware of it and that she had ended it with the that he had ended it with the other female. On their wedding day, my husband informed me that my best friend, soon to be husband's ex, was sitting in the church and she was pregnant. I was in utter shock and had no idea how to handle this situation. Not wanting to ruin her day, I kept my mouth shut. Mr. Dog must have spotted her in the pew because he was stuttering and sweating bullets. Luckily, the female remained quiet and the wedding went on without incident. Every night, I am laden with guilt because I know my best friend's husband is scum and has a secret family she knows nothing about. At this point, I feel too much time has passed for me to say anything. But the more I see him, it makes my skin crawl. To add insult to injury, you can clearly see the other female in the wedding wedding video. Was I wrong not to say anything? And is it too late to tell her now? Okay, stay out of it. I'll say it again, friend. Stay out of it. Yes, it's too late. Don't even think about it. You see what happened when you told her the first time. She brushed it off. It's right there in your letter. You said she brushed it off and she said she was already aware of it. What you should have learned from that was that she was not trying to hear anything you had to say about her man. Plain and simple. So don't go making that same mistake twice. She may not take it as well the second time around. All right? Uh, Your role as her friend is to be there for her when the truth does come out about the real father of the baby, her whack husband. Then you step in and be her friend. Steve? Wow. Uh, This letter has uh, dirt on it uh, all the way through. Uh, I feel for the girl. Let me just go over a couple things ago. Uh, Three years ago, uh, your best friend married what she thought was be the man of her dreams. Uh, That happens to a lot of people. It ain't just your friend. Uh, He was my husband's good friend from college. We introduced him at a cookout. Y'all just did a nice thing. After they dated for a year, your husband told you that his friend was also dating someone else besides my friend. Okay, now, that's a husband talking to his wife now. I just want you to understand, husbands tell wives stuff that they can't tell nobody else. Mm-hmm. So I want you to understand that that was a natural order thing. Your husband going, hey, my boy dating another girl. You know, I'm just letting you know that, you know, he dating somebody else. That's a man talking to his wife. A, a husband's secrets can go deeper with his wife than even his best friend. Long as the secret ain't about him. Mm-hmm. You understand? We'll tell you about a lot of other stuff. Long as it ain't about <laughs> you ain't finna find right. nothing, nothing new about us. <laughs> just I want to clear see. that up. Yes. Yeah. We don't tell everything. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Hold on now. But you will get some information from your husband that, that he won't share with anybody else. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Being a good friend that I am, feeling guilty for hooking up with the two-timing dog, I immediately informed her. See, now you already stepped out the box. Now you immediately informed her about this man. 
She brushed it off, said she already aware of it and that he had ended it with the other female. On the wedding day, your husband informed you that my best friend, soon-to-be's husband's ex, excuse me, you're at the wedding. Mm-hmm. The dude's ex that he apparently broke it off with was sitting in the church and she was pregnant. Ugh. Uh-oh. <laughs> What, Steve? What? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's it? All hell. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I'm telling you all the stuff that the groom is saying. Jesus. 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 Oh, no, she didn't. Father God. Lord Jesus. She just said Lord. And he's not calling him Lord. What is he calling him? Two syllables. You know, like Lloyd, Lloyd Jackson. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd. That's when you're really in trouble. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was in utter shock and had no idea how to handle the situation. It wasn't nothing for you to handle. Just be quiet. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to ruin her day, I kept my mouth shut, as you should. Mr. Dog must have spotted her in the pew because he was stuttering and sweating bullets. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. That was some stuff on his leg, too, and hopefully the tuxedo pants were dark. Oh, and you weren't able to say that. It was some you stuff fool. on his leg. <laughs> Solid and liquid. I want you to know that, too. <laughs> Luckily, the female it's remained breakfast. quiet, and the wedding went on without incident. Oh, it was an incident. <laughs> Y'all just once again didn't see the incident. Right. That wedding was not incident free. Matter of fact, it was an incident and an accident. And it was on the groom. Yes. Every night I'm laden with guilt about whether my best friend husband is scum and I held the secret and, excuse me. Every night I'm laden with guilt because I know my best friend's husband is scum and has a secret family she knows nothing about. At this point, I feel too much time has passed for me to say anything. But the more I see him, it makes my skin crawl. Mm. Stop letting your skin crawl, first of all. It really ain't your problem. You ain't got to like the guy. But I don't. I think I agree with Shirley. You got to be quiet. To add insult to injury, you can clearly see the other female in the wedding video. Oh, oh she said right <laughs> where the camera was. That's just wrong. Oh. My girl doing the most. <laughs> she in all the camera shots. All over the all over the the, 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 the shot over the groom's shoulders. He say I do. <laughs> she probably rubbing her stomach all in the video. Yeah, I do Holding too. her mouth like she having morning sickness. <laughs> to the bride and groom. Yeah. If you look carefully, she's mouthing the words into the camera. There's a lot of options when it comes to buying flowers for Valentine's, but there is only one Rose Authority. And that's why every year I keep coming back to 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers never fails to wow with their elegant and stunning bouquets. 1-800-Flowers has a wide selection of beautiful rose bouquets and arrangements, and they start at just $29.99. These breathtaking roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness and your loved one's amazement. 
1-800-Flowers has exclusive offers for Steve Harvey listeners. Today's offer is 24 multicolored roses for only $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for just $10 more. But they're only available while supplies last. When it comes to Valentine's season, I don't settle for anything less than my rose authority. 1-800-Flowers.com To get amazing Valentine's deals like 24 multicolored roses for only $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for only $10 more, go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash strawberry. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash strawberry. Why wait to wow? Order right now. All right, y'all. I got part two of this letter coming up right after this. Follow me. Chicago and them. You know, this woman that showed up at the wedding pregnant, that's pregnant by this man, obviously. The, 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 the wedding day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she yeah. in the video mouthing. <laughs> what she say? This your baby. <laughs> she wrong this, it, watch the video closer. <laughs> this your baby. Now, what you really ought to be grateful for, it ain't none of the girls that went to my high school from Cleveland. Why you say that, Steve? Because once they came to the wedding, uh-huh. that videographer would have been busy. <laughs> Why? Why? He'd have needed to turn this into a four camera shoot. Because all hell would have broke loose. Yeah, that's I'm right. surprised. But okay. what the woman did was she sat there. Yeah, disrespectfully. Just to be so. disrupted. Mm-hmm. But she yeah. know. And she her positioned mission. herself where the groom would know she was there. Mm-hmm. And mm. she sat there pregnant and uh. watched him say, I do. Mm. I do. The, I'll tell you right now, from the groom's perspective, the greatest moment of that day mm-hmm. was after he kissed the bride and walked down the aisle. Uh-huh. What was that, that was his greatest <laughs> moment right there. <laughs> why, Steve? Why you it's that? over. <laughs> I got through we it. Out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she didn't well, say I anything. Got by, yeah, she ain't say uh-huh. nothing. At least we uh-huh. got out that. Uh-huh. But Pull you really call. need to look at that reception video close too. <laughs> On the because she might arm. be in there slow grinding with your best man in uh-huh. that video. You never know. <laughs> you need to start looking at all your video clips because I'm pretty sure she just showed up somewhere. And you ain't got to worry about it. You can't keep a family secret. No, but it's going to come out. It's going to come out. Yeah. So you don't have to say nothing, lady. Just this guy and this bed that he done made, he got to lay in it. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> Today's strawberry letter is posted on steveharvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at my girl Shirley. Now, uh, coming up after the break at 34 after, uh, Miss Ann will be here. She'll have our latest news. And uh, whatever President Trump is doing, whatever he did over the night, she'll tell us about it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, did you know from 2014 to 2015, the average annual timeshare maintenance fee increased by over 8%. Did you see 8% nicer amenities at your timeshare? Was the food 8% better? Then why are you paying more? If you're tired of paying for a timeshare that you're not using or can't use, visit Timeshare Exit Team. They'll get you out safely, legitimately, and forever. Or you get every penny back. With local experts all across the country, visit TimeshareExitTeam.com. TimeshareExitTeam.com. 
All right, we back. Uh, Miss Ann is standing by with the news. Uh, we've heard the news that Beyonce is expecting twins. Uh, but we hear the show going to go on. Shirley going to tell us more about that, right? I'm, You know, I'm just going through the motions with this. This is none of my business, nor this is the type of humor or show I do. <laughs> well, this is good. This is good, good because news. a lot of people were, were wondering, okay. Steve. Well, yeah. I like her, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. With your permission... Well, Queen B is pregnant. We all know that. She's pregnant with twins. She has no intention, no intention, because this was a concern last week when she made the big announcement about her pregnancy and the twins. Uh, She has no intention of canceling her performance at Coachella. She's the headliner at the Coachella Festival. She'll also perform at the 59th Annual Grammy Awards in a little over a week. Now, according to both Entertainment Tonight and Billboard, uh, Beyonce will grace the stage in Los Angeles next weekend. On Thursday, she was spotted rehearsing with her dance team. I said dance team in L.A. Now, if she performs, Beyonce would join a star-studded list of performers. That includes The Weeknd, Alicia Keys, Chance the Rapper, a hey, tribe Shirley, called... Huh? I met Chance the Rapper at the White House. Really nice. Dude. Yeah. yeah. You see his Kit Kat really, commercial. Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. was a really solid one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, a tribe called Quest is going to be there. Uh, Bruno Mars, Adele, John Legend. The 59th Annual Grammy Awards will be hosted by James Gordon, uh, Corden, and uh, it'll take place Sunday, February 12th. That's this coming Sunday at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. It'll air live at 8 Eastern on CBS. Wow. All right. Yep. So Beyonce still performing? Yeah, she Good is. Good news. Good news. That's a Grammys? Yeah. Uh-huh. The mm-hmm. Grammys, and she's headlining. Ain't seen all of them. Like you've seen oh, all like the Super the, Bowl oh, games. Oh, okay. oh, no, I might have seen nine. <laughs> mm. I think I've seen all of them. I've seen quite a few show. and have well, been through mm. a couple of Grammys. Well, she's here with today's headlines. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Miss Ann. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody out there. Morning, this is Andrew News. Good morning, lovely mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh, President Trump speaking to troops at McDill Air Force Base in Florida yesterday, still making his case for a more restrictive screening process for people wishing to come to the country. We need strong programs so that people that love us and want to love our country and will end up loving our country are allowed in, not people that want to destroy us. And And that's right. And the president also accuses the media of covering up and not reporting terrorist attacks. It's gotten to a point where it's not even being reported. And in many cases, the very, very dishonest press doesn't want to report it. Now, Trump cites no examples of these cases, but his spokesman, Sean Spicer, said that uh, terrorist attacks, quote, this is his quote, aren't exactly covered to a degree on which they should be, unquote. Spicer's promised to come out with a list of those supposedly underreported terrorist incidents. Meanwhile, the attorney general of 15 states in the District of Columbia have joined the legal fight against President Trump's ban on the travel uh, from certain countries. Uh, In fact, the Ninth Circuit Court scheduled oral arguments by phone today on the matter. As for now, those who hold valid visas are arriving in the United States. A lot of them trying to get here really quickly before things change. Lawyers for former New England Patriots Aaron Hernandez asking for a three-month delay to start Hernandez's double murder trial because of a mountain of new information today. Black HIV and Awareness Day and send a letter to a friend day. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, hey, thank you, Miss Ann. Coming up next, Orlando Jones will be here to tell us about uh, BETs. Come on, y'all. Make me proud, man. Babbitt. I knew it. Madiba. But what? (laughs) 
Madiba. I was I was on bets. <laughs> bets, Mabita. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. I, I knew I knew you were though. That's I why you hesitated. Here to tell us about bets, Mabita. <laughs> Mabita. B E T S, and then that was too much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God, Mab- I love you so much. I just love you. Namibia. <laughs> Madiba, oh. Steve. It's Madiba. It's Madiba? a movie. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not no Madiba. <laughs> Madiba. Madiba. Oh, you thought I said Madiba. Oh, that's a good movie, Madiba. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. Black History mm-hmm. Month. Yeah. Yeah. BET. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, actor Orlando Jones will be here. He's going to tell us about Madiba, Steve. It's BET's historic movie chronicling Nelson Mandela's struggles against apartheid over three nights. It also stars uh, Lawrence Fishburne playing Nelson Mandela. Wow. Looks powerful. It looks powerful. It and, does. And it's, Lawrence Fishburne nails it, too. wonder how mm-hmm. come they never asked me to do no roles like that. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. You can't play Nelson Mandela. No. Yeah. Open this. And you have to have an accent. Open this. <laughs> Sounds the same. All right, Steve had to go and do an interview on the Cayman Islands. So mad at him. I can't wait to get there, right? right. (laughs) But we are here and we're so delighted, delighted to have a special guest for you. Uh, BET's original Madiba is a three-part saga. It tells the definitive story of Nelson Mandela. It premiered on February 1st and tomorrow night the story continues only on BET at 8 p.m. Eastern. Madiba is the cornerstone of BET's Black History Month programming, and joining us now is one of the big stars of Madiba. Please welcome to the show, we love him, Mr. Orlando Jones. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Oh, oh, oh look at you. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering, is he really in South Africa? Is there a delay there? <laughs> Good morning, Orlando. How are you? I love no, that no, accent. That is- Good morning. I, love- I am very good. I wanted Steve to know uh-huh. that me and Michael Blackson uh, have a new program we are coming out. We want to offer him the starting role of black man number four. Because <laughs> okay. <he's> no problem. <laughs> I love it. And that's Orlando. exactly how he'll and sign you his can autograph. Call it Madaba. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. You can call it Madaba. Madababa, it does not matter. He has Steve. Let that man be a man. Okay. <laughs> you are so right about that. Uh, welcome, Orlando. We're so happy to have you. Now, uh, Lawrence Fishburne stars as Nelson Mandela. You star as Walter Sizulu, one of Nelson Mandela's closest friends. So tell us about your role in the movie and everything. So I'm playing Oliver, Oliver Tambo, and Dave Harewood is actually playing Walter Sisulu. Uh, but, you know, I, I, get, I get us interchanged all the time, girls, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> um, I am, it's, a, it's an amazing role. Uh-huh. It's an amazing role. It, you know, Walt, Oliver Tambo and, and Nelson, Mandela, Nelson Mandela and Walter Sisulu were basically best friends. So they, okay. they were trying to fight apartheid. They, uh, Nelson and Oliver knew each other because they had both gotten kicked out of Fort Hare University for causing trouble and organizing the students. 
uh, you know, for obviously the states. So these three men, along with the, you know, other groups of people, Govan Becky and Ahmed Kathrada, sort of all got together, turned the prison into a university, oh. created a system of educating people back and forth in university, and Oliver went into exile in, uh, in London, and they all fought uh, to take down apartheid over, you know, a 50-year period. So a real honor to play such a, such a, such a distinguished man, really. I feel grateful for the role. Yeah, and you, I mean, we haven't seen you in a minute on screen, so, so it'll definitely be a treat, Orlando, to see you back. And welcome back. So you're playing a character called Oliver Tambo. Uh, um, mm -hmm. Now, Madiba was filmed exclusively in South Africa, we understand, and on Robben Island. Mm -hmm. uh, what was that like to be in South Africa working on this project, where it all happened so many years it, it, ago? It was crazy. It was, it was wonderful. I mean, obviously, I've, been, I've done three other films in South Africa, so I was familiar with it, but, mm -hmm. you know, never going to the actual places where stuff happened. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, this is South African history, so the cast, everybody's obviously South African, so wow. if you mess up, they'd be looking at you side-eye side and the whole time, like, you can spill a lot of tea in South Africa if you mess up the accent or you misrepresent <laughs> the culture, so there was serious pressure on us to make sure uh, oh, wow. we got it right, and most of the mm -hmm. cast is South African, Terry Feto, who plays mm -hmm. Winnie Mandela is uh, is South African, and Tishiwe and Govan Becky. I mean, they're incredible actors in South Africa. They they really killed it, and obviously this this short story story is a really source of pride for them. Well, now you sounded great. I'm no uh, authority on South African accents, but it sounded really good and very convincing uh, <laughs> to us. So how do you how do you do you, you do that? How do you do you have to work on that? You have to take those uh, classes and everything to get the accent just right. How did you get that accent like that? Well, you know, uh, they don't they don't do the Daniel Day Lewis for black actors and give us a couple of years to figure it out. They're like, <laughs> but you got two weeks. Two start weeks. Cameras on. You better do what you can. <laughs> yeah, we had and you better days. get it right. <laughs> you better get it right. Uh. I don't want to hear no mistakes or nothing either. Wow, <laughs> you're so crazy, Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds great. I mean, we're no authorities, but whatever you're doing, it sounds, I mean, spot on. You that nailed it. That is Oliver That is absolutely, Oliver had a really interesting voice because he spent 30 years in London mm -hmm. in exile. So okay. he had a lot of, you know, wow. Colsau sounds and a lot of sort of American sounds. So he had a very specific sort of voice. Okay. I mean, obviously I've been, you know, doing that sort of thing since, uh, since Mad TV and, you know, yeah, just coming out yeah. of, you know, Sleepy Hollow. And mm -hmm. playing sort of a, a guy who's really a New Yorker, yeah. And you know, mm -hmm. I, they always throw me some craziness, and they're like, "Because <laughs> you uh, can the, handle uh, it." We really, they're like, "We realize you black and from Alabama and down south. We, we want you to sound like special Negroes. Um, <laughs> this is a special New York Negro. We also have a special African Negro. I always get special Negroes." But you're so talented, Orlando. They know you can pull it off. They know you can nail it. <laughs> they do. Um, we got to ask you about the incredible Lawrence Fishburne, though. He's stars as Nelson Mandela. What a, what a great talent there. Um, he really embodies that role. What was it like to work with Lawrence Fishburne on this project? Lawrence is a, a longtime friend and mentor. Uh, mm -hmm. He was actually the person who saw me on Mad TV and told mm -hmm. me, look, kid, you, you should be in the movies. And uh, really? to work with him again in this capacity was, first of all, he's 
an amazing human being, but yeah. uh, just an astounding actor. Mm-hmm. But he brings a calm to everything. And when I look at the type of work he's doing, producing shows like Blackish, yeah. things mm-hmm. like Madiba, you know, uh, very much like Steve, you know, he's very much setting, you know, I think a new path forward. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was tracking Steve on Instagram with his lovely wife all through Paris week, looking mm-hmm. super fly. And I was like, <laughs> right. this is that new fancy black, yeah. that large Christmas <laughs> blackish. Got a lavender smell in the air or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's, just, Love it's wonderful movie. to see mm-hmm. us represented like this by, by yeah. these black men and these black women who are who are putting forth a different black than people have previously seen. And Lawrence is definitely somebody who's done that with his career that I admire and look up to a great deal. Wow. Orlando, I wish we had more time with you. I mean, I can't wait to finish seeing Madiba. It's only on BET. It's February 8th and February 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern on BET. Please, you guys, check it out. Uh, go get some history for yourselves and, and, and learn learn more about That's it right. as we all are in the process. Uh, but uh, with great characters like Nelson Mandela that, that uh, Lawrence Fishburne is playing and Oliver Tambo that you're playing, Orlando. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and speak with us today. Anytime. I'm a listener. I'm, I'm listening to y'all all the time. Anytime you need me, hit me up. I'm there. Steve okay. has always been love for me. I've done the Hoodie Awards. That's right. I'm on That's team. Right. So anytime, girl, anytime. Okay. All right, Orlando. Thank you so much again. Madiba, only on BET, February 8th and February 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, Orlando. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> Coming Thank up- you. Much love. All right. Coming up, ladies, uh, we're going to find out. If he's really hooked on you right after this, mm-hmm. you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh All right, here we go, Steve. You guys will come right out and say that they've fallen hard, but these gestures are some dead giveaways. All right? He becomes very helpful. Yeah, we care. We want to. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So and far, so good, right? Yeah. You know how you guys love to feel needed. You crave that feeling. So uh, when they're when you're hooked, you'll invent ways to be of assistance, like mowing your lawn or like changing the oil in your car. And it's more practical than romantic. We know that. But uh, his heart is in the right place. Right. Yeah. See. So Uh, two for two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're happy just to hang. A guy is happy just to hang when a guy is fully invested in being around you. He's content to chill, uh, just absolutely doing nothing. Um, We're going to rub or something. Yeah, they're going to touch. Touching yeah. got to be allowed. Get some rub and so it's a good no. sign when you start seeing him more often, even if your time together is less planned out. You're just hanging out. You're just, you know, you don't and have rubbing. to. <laughs> we rubbing? Yeah. What? Yeah. Don't be some touching and pat. <laughs> we ain't going to sit in here for two hours and not touch each other. Watching the well, damn it... thing for four hours. What we in here for? <laughs> <laughs> it just says when a guy is fully invested... Well, movie over. around you. We gotta do something. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. Hey, Hunk, you know what I do sometimes? Huh? When they get them go to the restroom, I hit the fast forward on the movie yeah, and I come back forward. Yeah, but then put it on pause, pause. like it was. Right <laughs> yeah, there. I didn't oh, move. I just skipped the whole. Really, scene. Junior? <laughs> yeah, we finna get to the end. Yeah, because <laughs> you have plans. All right, one. Well, but who um, baby is this? I don't know, baby. <laughs> This movie ain't good, huh, Junior? <laughs> Who picked this movie? <laughs> Things remind him of you. If he's emailing you funny websites he's found or says he saw something in a store you'd like, 
it proves you're on his brain full time and becoming part of his he's inner world. Strong at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, I was mm-hmm. watching these two gorillas down at the zoo, and I just thought about a yeah. oh, man. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's strong. So for I'm just a big pot belly ape. <laughs> <up eating. laughs> he he gives I'll you look a... that angry. Too. <laughs> okay, here's another one. He gives you a sweet nickname. Men only use tender terminology like pet names once they're comfortable being vulnerable around you. Yeah, my man, mm-hmm. uh, my, my daddy one time took us to the zoo, uh-huh. and his description of the orangutan mm-hmm. was, that looks just like on Agnes, don't it? <laughs> That's my father at the zoo. Look at that damn orangutan up there. That's, his ass don't look just do. like Agnes. Mm-hmm. All the animals at the zoo reminded my daddy of relics. <laughs> They're going to need them. <laughs> just a rhino. They're going to need a look at it. Walk just look slew footed. <laughs> ass look like a hard shell. Look at that. That, oh, that ain't need <laughs> I went through the whole zoo with my daddy talking about people. Yeah. They go, your mama pastor. <laughs> what? <laughs> Little hyena. Look at him. Big ass. All he asked for is money. I said, damn, daddy. What, what about the pet names? Is that a true one too, Steve? Pet name, yeah, you gotta have a little pet name. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Man, it's gotta be pet names. Can't be nothing sexual. Uh-huh. Like you know, can't be, you know, like can't call it nothing short look like all that. What can be the nickname? Right. Well it can't be, you know, like all that. All that can't be your nickname. <laughs> but that's short for all that ass. <laughs> oh, oh, so it's more to oh, it. Look at all uh-huh. that ass right there. You know what I'm gonna call you? I'm gonna call you all that. <laughs> See right there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That ain't good. No, it's a sweet nickname that he'll give you. That's what it says. But, you know, if your nickname is food-related, that say a lot about you, too. Mm-hmm. Like pumpkin pie, cookie, pound cake. <laughs> you know, pound cake. <laughs> roast. You know, your girl so you, you had to go there. Roast. <laughs> roast. That's no, not sexy or cute. <laughs> oh, that ain't. Shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Center <in>. cut. Shoulder. <laughs> Your girl named Cinnacut. What's up, T-Bone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Porter House. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that ain't a good nickname. <laughs> you know, if they got a nickname, they kind of being cute with you. That's cool. Okay, so you agree. You've you've agreed with all of these, actually. Uh, Things remind him of you. Him. He gives you a sweet nickname. He's happy just to hang out with you. But he, rubbing got to be on He, he becomes really rubbing. helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you see a man spin on another dude about you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll tell you right off the bat, he care about yeah. Oh, yeah. When he spin on another dude. Mm-hmm. Even if it's his homeboy. Yeah, if he get defensive about it or check a dude, hey, man, no. Dog, all that around my girl, that ain't, that ain't what we do. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. If he slit your tie. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, that's a show sign that he spun. That's not a, that didn't make the list. <laughs> it's still a sign, though. Yeah, it is a sign. But it's it did say. Well, it's Cosmo. <laughs> you know, some of the lists can come from magazines yeah. like Black Tail. Yeah. <laughs> That's on the Black Tail. Black list. Tail, yeah. <laughs> Like, you turn the corner, he right there. Where you been? Yeah. That's, That's a, a sign. A sure That's sign. A sign. <laughs> yeah. That's on if Black Tail. If he'd have shot at your ex. <laughs> That's a sign. <laughs> Come back around here no more. Yeah. These are, that's all on the black mm-hmm. Black. Like you go to pick the kids up and he ain't already got them. Yeah. That's a sign that he cares. That's a sign that he really care about you.
Or you hear me now arguing with your kids, and then you hear the kids go, you ain't my daddy, and then you hear, I might not be your daddy, but where the hell he at? <laughs> That's a sure sign. Yeah. That's a sure sign. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's a keeper. <laughs> he's right, a keeper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you in here threatening me. Threatening your his your ex through mm. your children. <laughs> you know when I see your punk ass daddy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, come here, dude. come here. Your daddy got one more time. <laughs> Call him to his house. The so next time you go over there on visitation, you tell him I say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That's a sure right. sign right there. Yeah. He's hooked yeah. on you. That's beautiful. He's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let's go to the phones. Oh, yeah, I'm Monica so sad. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> so sad today. Line three. Let's go to Adam out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Adam. Good morning, entire Steve Harvey crew behind the scenes as well. Adam. What's up? Good, Adam. Good, good. What's your comment, man? My comment is, uh, well, first of all, I just disagree with you, Steve, on the uh, Brady being the best. Okay. I mean, Montana, I still think is the best because today is a pass happy league and the rules is a little different. So yeah. Montana got beat up a little more. They both can take regular players and turn them into okay. superstars. Second, yeah. uh, it's I'll debatable. Coach. I accept that. You don't have. Yeah, to yeah. Uh, I'll coach again, just like like Belichick did uh, the Steelers. They out coached them, and Atlanta should have kept up the pressure the way they they beat up Aaron Rodgers. Disrupted them. They let down. They got comfortable, complacent. Yep. Yep. We yep. All right, Adam. I mean, you're right. What do you care what nobody say? Tom Brady went and took them out at them balls at halftime. I'm starting. <laughs> I'm starting the room. Come on, Atlanta. We gotta have something to fight with when we talk to these Patriot fans. <laughs> All right, Adam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let, let's let's go to line. Uh, let's go to line seven and talk to Marlon out of Kentucky. Marlon. Good morning. Lady well, Steve mm-hmm. Jr. Hurry, hurry. Good. What's My comment, Marlon? The coach of the Falcons, he said it wouldn't be one thing that he would change. Well, I agree with Steve with the three holding calls in a row that led to their first touchdown. I would change that. And the controversial call on if the ball was down on the completion, as I watched it in slow motion several times, it was a complete pass. It was. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah. caught the ball. It was incredible how he managed to still focus on the ball and make sure it didn't hit the ground. But it went off a leg and off an arm, and right before it hit the ground, he had it. So I mean, it was a good game. I'm not a fan of either team. I just like to see a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that was yeah. a good game. It was, it was. I'm from Cleveland. I show you pain. <laughs> y'all just 15? y'all just trying to deal with one hurt. Yeah. I'm y'all. I'm really need to, y'all need to go and get past this now. You upset? We still mad about the loss? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I mean, y'all don't even understand what pain is. All right, we'll I fifty two years of pain. We'll be I'm back. sick of this. So what? The damn game is over. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 34 minutes after that, let's get to these back-to-back jams. Come on, Cat, let's go.
Hey, coming up next, y'all, we about at the end. We got time for just one more thing. We'll tell you about it after the break. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, we got just one more thing. Uh, let's do... Huh? Let's do you know, little known black history fact. Oh, okay. Once okay. again, this is a bit, y'all. I know it's, you know, Valentine. I mean, uh, Thanksgiving. I mean, uh, what? 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 Black History Month. Yes. What? So when we come back, you're gonna have some uh, little, little known black, black history facts. <laughs> hey, it'd be like that time uh, Boom got time. stopped in the airport and filled out the form wrong. Mm-hmm. They had Boom in customs for four hours. See, oh, God. They told Boomerang, they said, sir, okay, you don't have any explosive. You had checked that block. You don't have explosive. But what we cannot find out, find, is where is the chicken? Because <laughs> he had checked the poultry box. <laughs> I know you were on the floor. You don't have any explosives. But what we can't find out is where is these chickens? Oh my God. A black dude worked there and came up and said, Sir, are you the guy that was in the Kings of Comedy movie? You Steve Harvey bodyguard? He said, Yeah. He said, Come here, bro. Let me talk to you. He said, man, I don't know how you feel this form out, but you know you're supposed to check no. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, answering it like it's a true or false test. He, true, true, false, true, false, false, true. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he filled out the custom form like a true and false test. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, hey, y'all, that's it for today. Y'all have a great weekend. Uh, tomorrow, uh, the Today entire crew will be here. <laughs> well, it looked like the weekend. We look like the weekend where we at. Yeah, so the crew will be down here uh, Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, broadcasting yeah. live. Yes, uh, yeah, we'll from be, Bahamas, we'll and uh, that's tomorrow. The Cayman Islands. So, yeah, from. from Did he say the Bahamas? <laughs> he said the Bahamas. <laughs> all over. All, all this over. water looked the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's blue, man. Asking me what I'm up to, let's find something to do. Turn your volume up if you're with me, for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 